welcome to Still Buffering, a sister's guide to teens through the ages. I am Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McElroy. And I'm Taylor Smurl. Welcome, sisters, to this beautiful, sunny day. It is a beautiful, sunny day in May. <laughs> so you guys have good weather down there up here in New York? It's it's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like it's 80 degrees outside really hot and warm and sunny. Same. Mm-hmm. Same. All right. Aren't you all happy to be inside? inside recording a podcast recording a podcast yeah, there's nothing i would rather do on this beautiful day than to sit inside in the dark with you guys <laughs> me too uh riley you had an exciting day at school i wouldn't call it exciting sydney okay i would call it the, the wind right out of that intro <laughs> you had a day i had school. i would call it a day All right. um we voted on senior superlatives today mm-hmm where they give you this ballot, and there are way too many. Let me say first off, I don't know that many people in my senior class to be able to fill out <laughs> that many names. Because you have to have a boy and a girl for each superlative, mm-hmm. and there are like 30 of them. I don't know 60 people in my school. I put myself for like 20 of them. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they hey, That's a see- strong move, actually. <laughs> I like that. I don't think I did that once. Anyone no. I didn't know, I was like, most optimistic boy in our grade. Riley Smurl. I don't know. <laughs> um, but they hand them to you in homeroom, which is the beginning of the day, and you don't have to turn them in until tomorrow at the end of the day. So everyone is carrying around these ballots all day long, trying to ask everyone else what they're writing about everyone else. And it's just like, it's like student council elections where it's a popularity contest, but at least with those, you can decide whether to run or not. You can decide whether to submit yourself to that. When it's senior superlatives, you just existing is your like nomination process <laughs> but are are they at least all still positive because i feel like in my day they were all positive i mean there was like the class clown one but that wasn't like yeah you, you, i you mean there's like you were getting that yeah yeah they're there's all positive no, like most likely to poop their pants or, no. yeah. <laughs> or poop in the woods if it's high school <laughs> um but no they're all positive like most likely to succeed um mr and mrs highlander is our best all-around female mm-hmm. and male senior I always thought the things like prettiest eyes and best prettiest hair. eyes and best hair and best smile are all on there. Most athletic. I always had issues with those. Like what, really? And then there's ones like there's most musical and most artistic. But then there's like destined for stardom <laughs> and most likely to be on a reality TV show. And that's the only one where I'm like, is that a little bit of a slam? I think so. <laughs> is that a yeah, little? Yeah, I I wouldn't want that one. I, I wouldn't want that one either. Tell me you didn't pencil yourself in for that. No, one. no, oh. I did not. Um, I mean, is this, this a podcast like a reality TV show of a kind, though? Uh, watch it, maybe. maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, we're being real here. No, I, I think that problem with that one is that, you know, you can sign up to be on reality TV shows. Mm-hmm. And if you sign up for enough, you usually end up on You could something. be on one. Now, true. when they say reality TV show, do they mean like Big Brother, where you can sign up and be on a competitive reality TV show? Or do they mean like Real Housewives? I think or like the all, Kardashians. Well, I mean, I think... Because there's a difference, I think. They, they are different. Yeah. Or, I think that like, they're all reality TV, but they are yeah. different. I mean, or, or you could end up on the Great British Bake Off. That'd or be that. Okay. That'd be there okay. You know, Any reality TV I'd be show. okay with that. Yeah, I've always wanted to either be on Survivor or The Amazing Race. Well. What? Oh. No why 
I, I don't know. That That's a lot of like mind games and like yeah. crazy people and like eating weird, do that. weird bugs. I, I don't think I don't think I could survive that. I, the social stuff on Survivor would kill me eventually. I would not be able to. I would not win. Yeah. I think if you put dad and I on the God. amazing race, <laughs> I think we could destroy it. <laughs> I think I think the two of us like neither we would just it, we'd yell at each other the entire way but we wouldn't sleep we wouldn't eat we wouldn't stop until you win until dad's knee fell off yeah. but <laughs> but that would actually happen really quickly like, state the dad's <laughs> yeah. days. are you I don't know I don't know Sid I I have faith in you in so many ways but I'm not sure about that we're both pretty intense travelers yeah and <laughs> competitors yes um I will say I, I, <laughs> Yeah, I was. I think the only reality TV show I'd ever want to be on is Elevator. So that's just that's just <laughs> that's a good one. I would kill that one. You <laughs> would. Oh, pun intended. Uh, I'd be awesome. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, I will say one positive thing about my school senior superlatives is the very last one, and they have them in two columns. Like the first one is girls, and the second one is boys. The very last uh, little superlative is cutest couple, but they don't signify boy and girl underneath that. Oh, Which good. I expected out of my oh, school, honestly. I expected there to be one slot for the girl in the relationship and one slot for the boy. But they didn't write girl or boy beneath them. Well, that's, that's, very, that's pretty progressive for my school. I know it's small, that's, but that's, that's yeah, pretty progressive. That's at least a step. Hey, that's that's a step. <laughs> We're in West Virginia, so that's, yeah. I mean, that's a good sign. Yeah. yeah. Well, good. Well, good luck for all, all 20 that you <laughs> that I voted myself for <laughs> even though I'm the wrong this. gender for a lot of them if this if this reassures you I uh um I don't remember who got any of our senior superlatives so yeah. if you don't don't feel bad I'm not really well, worried about it I'm just waiting to see if I won any of the ones I wrote myself in for <laughs> I I was uh I was most artistic um Hey, I, I, I was surprised that that many people knew who I was, uh, but I, I, I did like that. I, I feel like the picture that we had to pose with was such a generic, like, hold a paintbrush, look <laughs> contemplative, <laughs> like, like, I don't, I don't actually paint. I'm terrible. At no, just hold a paintbrush. That's what people think. That's what people expect. Just hold it. That's, that means art. <laughs> that's my question for a lot of these is like, if you vote someone prettiest eyes, are you just going to take a picture of their eyes staring into a camera? Just, like, just the eyes. And just the only the people eyes. who are allowed to smile in their picture are the ones who win best smile. <laughs> you just like really open your eyes really wide. <laughs> <laughs> like you're staring like deeply into the reader. Look at my Look eyes. At what kind of picture um, do you take for most likely to be in a reality TV show? Um, well. Uh, you know, you, you could be cute with it. Like what if you could like hold a rose and... The other person could be like eating a rat, like like the Bachelor could, in Fear Factor. You'd ha- yeah. You could have a third person holding a camera. There you go. Sure, like there you on go. you. Yeah, I don't sure. Know. It's kind of literal. Yeah, I I would never last on Survivor. Actually, I was just just this morning, my cat tried to present to me a giant dead brooch that he had killed, and I it was like he was chasing me around the house. With it. Like, look what I did, mom! Look what I did! I'm like, oh no! No, I can never come back. I'm leaving it. I'm never coming back to this apartment. You're somebody else's cat now. I can never know you again. You Goodbye own this apartment. Forever. I no longer have a house. Well, um, I think the concept of senior superlatives is probably a little outdated. I agree. Especially in giant schools like Where ours. there are 400 graduating seniors. Where you, Yeah, where you don't know everybody. Yeah. It, it um, can be really mean, too. Like, these kids are the most likely to succeed. Sorry, guys. All you Sorry guys. about you. <laughs> Nobody else. Um, but uh, I have something else that's outdated. 
to share. Do so you? There's my oh, yeah. segue. <laughs> Uh, Justin and I went through Charlie's books and cleaned out a lot of like we had a lot of duplicates or books she'd outgrown or books that she just never really showed an interest in and we went and Justin went around and filled up all the little free libraries in town with them because there are a lot that were empty really yeah sad I know that was very disappointing so we we have many many books and so we filled up a lot of the little free libraries and while he was out there, he did find a book in one that he took back, which is okay with the little free library. You're supposed to like take one and leave yeah, one. Yeah, take one, leave like, one. Leave a penny, take yeah. a penny. Um, and I'll put this back when we're done with it. Don't worry, because this is too good not to share with the world. But <laughs> Justin found a book called Teen Girl Talk, A Guide to Beauty, Fashion, and Health by Molly Douglas. It is uh, 1981 is the year that it was published. And I was reading inside that it was actually originally published in the uk and then has been adapted well had been in 1981 especially for american teens i want to know what the adaptions were adaptations <laughs> I, don't, I don't know i don't know what changed but uh this is so this is everything that you need to know to be a successful teen girl the most likely in to succeed teen girl yes at, to succeed at being a teen girl yes that's it um and there's a lot, like, a lot of stuff that I think, you know, you probably tell all teenagers, like, hey, you should wash your face. Mm -hmm. You know, that's a good sure. idea. Brush your teeth regularly. Not just teens. Like, everybody should do that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Always. Um, yeah. You know, change your underwear regularly. So, like, oh, there's, <laughs> there's some standard, like, health advice that I think is fine. Mm -hmm. But as most advice to uh, girls... I would say, and as a lot of advice that was given back in the early 80s, there's some pretty whack stuff in here. Yeah. So I thought we could go through this together and maybe we'll learn some things. Yeah, because we're supposed to be a sister's guide to teens. So let's be sisters reading a guide to teens. It actually says on the back of this book, uh, if you've ever wished for an older sister to talk with about things like dieting, clothes, health and makeup, you'll love girl talk. It's a complete guide for the young woman who wants to look and feel her best. A young woman just like you. So so this this art has already done our job for us. We don't yeah. need to exist anymore. That's that's it. I, who knew? Instead of listening to our podcast, you could have just bought this book. It's everything we've taught you. Yeah, let's let's see if that 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 checks out. <laughs> so, um the the book starts off with a top to toe beauty in nine easy stages. And like I said, a lot of this is pretty straightforward. You've got like wash your hair, condition your hair if it's That's dry, you know. <laughs> sure. Cut your hair sometimes if you want to. I mean, these are fine. They have a very extensive section on how to brush your hair, which I will say I didn't know there was a way to. I thought you did it just like I, with a brush. With the, the pointy stuff on the brush, <laughs> not with the handle or the smooth side. Did and I just kind of like, right? like push I, it through your hair. It depends on if your hair is coarse or fine. You might need a hard or medium bristle brush. Bristle tips that are spiky are not for your hair. They'll tear and break the hair shafts. 
And then they go on to like drop your head forward and begin with the nape of the neck. Throw your head back then brush from forehead to temples. I don't know. And if you live in a city, apparently, uh, watch out, Tay, you have surface grime on your hair. Oh, no. Yeah, I do. <laughs> surface grime. <laughs> I, come on. I pay for that stuff. Like they bottle it at Brooklyn. You, you use it to get your elegantly disheveled bed head. You want the buildup of surface grime. But But even us country girls should follow at least the nighttime brush through routine. Just right. brush it once a day <laughs> at night. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, like that, some silly advice. Uh, they have a whole big section on how to wash your face. And a lot of this stuff isn't, I mean, it's not c- completely outdated because they talk about like what the different over-the-counter acne cleansers are and things like that. They do have a lot of the outdated acne advice like uh, don't eat chocolate or ice cream, or cheese, or nuts, or fatty foods. Oh, my favorite hmm. things. Or spiced foods. That's a new one. Because those are associated with that. That's not associated with acne. So they have some, some outdated advice. Really? Is chocolate really not? No. I really thought it was. It's a myth. Wow. I know. I know. Yeah, I thought dairy was. There's There have been some studies that have suggested it. Like it's but like I don't, the hormones that cause like inflation or something like that. Th- there's been some thought. It's not, but it, it doesn't seem to be across the board. Like not everybody who drinks dairy has acne. Mm. Well, so yeah, and I'm not, I'm not going to propose any crack science here. I'm not, <laughs> sure, like, that's sure. not my department. I'm just genuinely intrigued. Yeah, yeah. but but eat your chocolate. Well, um, and some of these things, like I am sure, if we talk to somebody that works in the the field of of hair care, there is probably a right a right brush for the texture of your hair. That's probably valid. Somebody sure. that knows about dermatology probably would say there's a right way to wash your face and a wrong way. So I, I don't know. Like, I'm still like, there's probably, I don't need to go that deep into any of these things just to be a human, but I'm sure that mm-hmm. there's an answer there. Yeah. Now, they do have ways to apply makeup. So. Please share them. Um, okay. First of all, there's a lot. And let me say, again, this is a book aimed at teen girls in 1981. So keep that in mind. There's a lot of like ideal skin like the ideal skin condition ideal body type ideal hair condition that is like posed as if this book has a certain girl that you're supposed to look like Mm -hmm. and it's telling you how to look like her Mm, there there's very little wiggle room for like there are lots of different ways to feel good about yourself that's not necessarily represented in this book Mm, you can see that so, uh, so they make clear that the that like maybe you already have clear, lovely skin that doesn't need makeup, and so they have a whole section for that. Yeah, they don't leave in the possibility that hey, maybe you just like wearing makeup. Yeah, mm. you know, or maybe you don't have clear skin and you don't want to wear makeup. All of it's fine. Um, so Pink girl, the thing I had a question about is they talk about blush. Mm-hmm. And they say creamy blushers are best for dry skin and blush on powders are best for oily skin. Gels are difficult to apply. Although clear gel sticks are easy to manage and they look extremely natural. And then they show how to apply it. And it's basically a triangle like underneath your eyes along your cheekbones on each side. Mm-hmm. Is that still where you put blush on? Um, I mean, I'm surprised they listed that many different kinds of blush because as far as I knew, like judging off of the kind of blush our mom uses, like they only had the powder kind. (laughs) I didn't know like the cream sticks and stuff were were popular then. Um, I don't know what how I feel about them saying that creams are best for dry skin. 
because if you think about it i wouldn't use a cream one if i had dry skin because i feel like i'd cling to the patches of dry skin on my face do you still put them in those triangles i kind of focus mine on the backs of my cheekbones so it doesn't look like perfect little pink circles like on the front of my cheeks but more like towards the back so it looks like a natural flush and because that's what it's supposed to be is like a fleshed face I put them in those triangles, but then I put them across the bridge of my nose. I do that, too. Is that a mom thing? Yes. That's okay. a mom thing. Yes. I do that. I feel, it, like it, I feel like it helps. It makes you look like a cute little elf. I don't know <laughs> if that's like a, a, a thing that you want to go for, but that's what I always think. I feel like it makes my nose look natural. Like, instead of, like, painting my nose all this one color with my foundation and then mm-hmm. just leaving it, like, now it's, like, a little bit pink. I, I just thought it made me look, like, kind of like you said, flushed. Yeah. Like a little blushed elf that's been in the sun. Exactly. Um, that's the goal here. They Beauty have, standards. They have detailed descriptions of how to put on lipstick that involves lining your eyes and or lining your lips and filling them in. And that's that's still pretty sure holds up. They talk about tweezing eyebrows. I was I was surprised. I didn't know if that was a thing yet. But um, it was well well no because this was before like you know when you get into the nineties you get the super super tweezed brow. Mm-hmm. Um. Now, I don't know, like, I've had many people tell me that when you tweeze your brows, if you do it a lot, they don't grow back. Now, I have heard uh, that if you tweeze the tops where, like, the hairs grow down, which mm-hmm. mom told me you weren't supposed to do. I have since discovered you are supposed to tweeze some of them that grow down. I've heard that if you tweeze the ones that grow down the top, they don't grow back. And mine I mean, don't as much. The, there is, like, a, I, there, it is possible to remove your eyebrows permanently. Yeah. Um, I have there? a hard time believing mine wouldn't because mine just grow constantly all the yeah. time everywhere. Um, yeah. What is their ideal eyebrow shape? Do they have one? I assume they do. Yeah, it's like a, a, a soft curve. Is it like thin, pretty thin? Yeah, a okay. thin, soft curve is what they... And they tell you not to wear too much eyeshadow because you, you want people to say... This is what you want people to say about you. Look <laughs> at it? the girl with the pretty blue eyes. You don't want them to say, look at the girl with the blue eyeshadow. Now, I don't I want disagree. someone to look at me and say, look at the girl with her pretty blue eyes, because I, in fact, do not have blue eyes. Yeah, well, I I would rather them not say any of that about, about my eyes or eyeshadow. <laughs> How about, well, hey, there's Sydney. Yeah. I I have a reason to point her out because I want to go talk to her about something. I don't know. <laughs> or which one is Sydney? There's Sydney. That would be acceptable. <laughs> But I mean, this is like like what you were, the point you already made said about like having an ideal girl in mind for this. Mm-hmm. Like you know, like it's that kind of impossible ideal that I think is pushed on us. Like even now, where it's like you want perfectly clear skin and like like slight blush on on your on your cheeks and like pink mm-hmm. lips, but you want it to look like you didn't put any effort into it because you're supernatural yep. and you're not concerned about that stuff. Here are 30 products to make you look that way. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, like there's like there's a, a thing you're going for. Whereas I I love a person, any any person that can rock a beautiful blue eye shadow and a crazy cat eye and a yeah. dark like a black lip. Like I I'm in, into that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I, it carries on to like body body issues. So we, we've talked about like face and hair and stuff, but like here are actual exercises to help you make your breasts look bigger <laughs> well now they this this book does say that nothing will increase the fleshy parts of your bust so don't waste your money on wonder creams and lotions 
or bus developing gadgets. Oh god. <laughs> oh. But bus they, developing gadgets. But she suggests that, that she suggests that by firming and strengthening your pectoral muscles, which lie underneath your breasts, you'll be able to make them curvier and firmer. Um and it's it's like a, it's sort of like those exercises. I, I think that maybe they're doing them in Greece. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, you can hold your hands together in front of your chest, and then although in this one you like pull your arms back, uh, mm. like to each side, like push your elbows back and do it over and over again. And I don't know. I guess you chant, "We must, we must, we must increase our bust." <laughs> must we? <laughs> I, this, must we? <laughs> listen, Girl Talk says we must. I, which I cannot believe at early 80s they were still doing. This doesn't work, by the way. And also, why are you doing that? Yeah, um, why do you need to do but, that? I mean, early 80s, come on. People still feel really insecure about their bus size. Like today, right now. That's true. Tons of people listening right now, I'm sure. <laughs> well, yeah. I know people. This, I'm not saying people don't. Away. I'm saying the illusion that there's an exercise you can do that make your boobs that makes yeah. your boobs bigger. Right. I'm surprised that this still persisted. Wow. Um, they talk about posture, which that's fine. It's good to. That's stand probably up like straight. good for you, right? Yeah, it's. I mean, it's good yeah. for your back. It's, that's fine. Um, there's a really, and I won't dwell on this, but there's this really uh, terrible remark about waistlines. That um, with your thumbs at the back and fingers at the front, how close are you to hand spanning your waist? What? If no. finger and thumb, yep. If finger and thumb tips meet, incredible. And then it gives you advice on what to do if they don't. That's so you wait. should be able to wrap circle your hands. your hands around your entire waist. Yes. I don't even come close to being able to do that because I'm a real person with ribs and organs. Who? who <laughs> that, that's just Wait, like that's like, this big. That's what they're suggesting. That's that not is a person like size. A regular size grapefruit that my hands can make. I my hands mm-hmm. aren't small. They're they're not large. I'm I'm comfortable with the size of my hands, but that's very not healthy. No, and if if that's the way you're naturally built, fine. yeah, I was gonna no say problem. there are probably some people that can naturally do that. But I if just you're cannot. not striving for that. That's that could be extremely dangerous. That's a horrible thing to to impose upon young girls and then it and then it proceeds to give you a bunch of exercises to do to achieve that goal okay the first exercise you do is you take this book and i think this is the only book i've maybe ever said this about and you set it on fire (laughs) and you roast some marshmallows over it and you make some s'mores and And you you eat them you just be done with that stuff just be done with it (laughs) now it it goes on uh, just to kind of finish up the body part, it, the 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 body part of the book. It goes on to talk about your your hips and thighs. Um, what did I what did I I wanted to give you this quote? Many sizable sighs are caused by sizable thighs. So like size is in S I G H S. Yes. Like uh, I don't know if I've ever had a sizable sigh over my sizable thighs because I do have sizable thighs, but like okay <laughs> but riley it says here if you don't watch your diet you can be sure you'll be a thigh side girl a thigh side girl oh, i don't this is yep uh, okay now i'm gonna i'm gonna sigh very loudly next time i'm in like a large classroom filled with people and wait for someone to ask me what's wrong and i'm gonna say my sizable thighs <laughs> <laughs> or or perhaps uh, this is this is the other thing i want to mention the way they describe um if you have a larger rear end, an ample fanny. 
Ample Fanny. An Ample Fanny. That's a good drag name. <laughs> Someone out there, Ample Fanny, come to the stage. Ample Fanny. <laughs> I love it. That, that is, is the, the only context in which it's yep, good. That is the only appropriate use of that term is as a drag name. That's it. You, um, you, you don't have to pay me any royalties for that. If you want to take it, just let me know. Just, just let me know. Tweet at please me. Please tweet at us and let us <laughs> yes. know if you have taken the drag name Ample Fanny. We just want to know. Yep. Um, and, uh, and like the rest of the body advice, and they go into like clothing advice in this section. It has nothing to do with style as much as dressing to, in this case, really hide your body. Yeah. It, Which, it's, I mean, whatever you, what, the way that they word it is, whatever you consider your flaws, here are ways to hide them. Yeah. And we've talked about that before, how like, wear what you want. Yes. <laughs> Don't even tell you what you should wear because of what your body type or size is. No, wear, wear, wear whatever you want. They do have some fashion do's and don'ts just to close this out. I'll give you a few of the do's. Um, mix and match prints carefully. Make sure the background colors blend together. Okay. Do try a new hairstyle every now and then. Sure. Do steer clear of fussiness and frills. Well, <laughs> what if you like fussiness and frills? What if you like frills? fussiness and frills? <laughs> Uh, do wear straight leg jeans if you look well in them. <laughs> well, or just like wear them. Uh, do take your time when buying anything new. Okay, that's fair. And do check fabric labels. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, don't put on underwear that isn't fresh and clean. Okay. Sure. Uh, don't pick a two or multi-tone outfit in colors that clash. Disagree. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't wear panties that are too tight. That's... That's fine, because that's uncomfortable. Yeah. And don't buy anything that you haven't tried on first. Well, I do that a lot. Yeah. Well, this was before the internet. That's true. So they didn't know. Um, I want to get into uh, some of the, away from the physical and (laughs) into the, the way you should act to be a teen girl. Good. (laughs) Good. But before we do that. Let's check the group message. uh, So we got a couple sponsors to tell you about this week on the group message. Uh, first of all, Still Buffering is supported in part by StoryWorth. Uh, StoryWorth makes it easy and fun for your loved ones to share their stories with weekly emailed story prompts. This is a really cool thing. We've all, you guys have been doing sto- StoryWorth too, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and they send you just little questions each week about your life and things that happened to you and just funny memories and stories. And then you can record them so that your family can remember them without you having to like... I don't know. Write them all down and yeah. What an extended baby book. I don't know. <laughs> a life book. <laughs> a life book. Uh, it's it's super cool. Um, so it's it's really easy. The way it works, you purchase a, sub- a sub- subscription. <laughs> Let me try that again. Purchase a subscription for someone you love, <laughs> and each week Story with Storyworth sends them an email with a question about their life. Then they simply reply to this email with their story, or they can record it over their phone. Whatever's easier. After a year, their stories will be bound into a beautiful keepsake book. And it's a great gift for Mother's Day, which is coming up. Yeah. Even at the last minute. This is a wonderful gift. So if you want to check out StoryWorth, Riley, what should what should our listeners do? Uh, if you want to check out StoryWorth and you want $20 off, then visit StoryWorth.com slash stillbuffering when you subscribe. So yep. you'll get $20 off your, your subscription to StoryWorth. So check that out. StoryWorth.com slash stillbuffering. Uh, the second... Uh, sponsor we're going to tell you about this week is just fab now you girls have both checked out just fab mm-hmm. tell me about it um all right 
So JustFab.com is changing the way people shop. It is all about having great style without spending a fortune. With JustFab, you'll get access to the fashion you want and at a value you love. Millions of women say JustFab is their go-to site to see what's new and trending in shoes, clothing, accessories, and even swimwear. And I will say they do have a lot of shoes. I needed shoes. I am currently shopping for graduation and they have a lot of shoes to choose from which is very helpful because I am not good at picking out shoes for myself and have maybe like two pairs um, and when you visit justfab.com you take a style quiz and after that you'll get a personalized shopping experience with your favorite styles rising right to the top you can shop as a guest or you can become a VIP and becoming a VIP offers 30% off retail prices and access to tons of other exclusive sales and perks Imagine your favorite store offering you a discount on all merchandise for life with absolutely no pressure to buy. And that's the value of a JustFab VIP membership. So if our listeners want to check out JustFab, Taylor, what should they do? Uh, well, if you go to JustFab.com slash buffering and sign up as a VIP, you'll get 50% off your entire order. So that's, that's so great. 50%. That's half off. Uh, so yeah, just visit uh, justfab.com slash buffering and get half off of everything on the entire site. Do it. So go do that now. We have acquired a fourth host. Sorry, we have, yes. Now, Cooper, don't take any of this advice. <laughs> oh, this is, don't this don't is absorb dangerous. this. Yeah. So, the next section um, informed me that there are four types of girl. I have a debate, uh, a rebuttal, but I like you to continue. <laughs> yeah, let's let's see what what type of girl are we? The, That's even so applicable. There, there are four types. It can help you decide how to like present yourself to the world in sure. terms of clothes and jewelry and makeup and all that. Uh, so number one is, and this is denoted. Each one is is paired with a piece of fabric. I noticed this in your book. I'm intrigued. This one um, is paired with a plaid piece of fabric. Uh, the sporty natural girl is the casual type. Her figure, you have mm. to have the right figure to be a sporty natural girl. Of course. Oh. It can range from tall and sturdy to tiny and boyish. Uh, she may be athletic, but even if she's not, she has an energetic stride and an informal, friendly manner. Um, so if you are sporty natural, you can wear sportswear, uh, boots, leather, <laughs> skirts. <laughs> Shirts or sweaters, tailored suits, and garments of tweed or plaid. So clothes. You just said shirts, skirts, sweaters, leather, tweed. Uh, You should wear simple jewelry and natural makeup and hairstyle, although a tight curly perm works well for some. (laughs) If you like sports, you should perm your hair is what this book just said. But even if you're not athletic, because it did say you don't necessarily have to be athletic to be the sporty type. No. But if you consider yourself sporty, even though you don't like sports, you should perm your hair. What? So that's one type. Okay. Just, now, just to adopt the personality that matches your body. Is that what they're telling you? That's what they're saying. Okay. Or what we think your body matches. Cool. All right. All right. So the next is, and this is paired with like a lacy frilly piece of fabric, the romantic type. A romantic type seeks femininity in both style and fabric. The romantic figure is curvy and looks best in clothes that have gently curved lines and fabrics that are soft or crisply full. Crisply full? Crisply full? Her jewelry is small and delicate, and her hair is softly curled. Who is this girl? Who are these girls? 
I don't know. Who are these girls that this author is describing? Was she looking at four girls? Yes. Are these four specific girls and their names aren't on here? I think so. I think the fabric is maybe just a snippet of what they were wearing when she was examining them. No, 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 no. There are only four girls in the entire world. We are all one of these. Figure it out. Uh, the next is the ingenue. Oh, no. Uh, this is paired with a piece of fabric that has hearts all over it. The ingenue is the youthful, romantic, pretty, dainty, delicate in build and coloring. The ingenue also needs feminine styles, curved lines, soft or crispy fabrics. What is with crispy? And del- <laughs> delicate prints. I like a nice tempera batter on my fabrics. <laughs> <laughs> I like my food crispy, not my fabric. Her figure is youthful and she has a fresh, unsophisticated, natural femininity. She should wear dainty jewelry and a minimum of makeup. She should. She should. Okay. You've got one more choice if none of these seemed like you. This one's right. just a striped piece of fabric. This is, yeah, this is just a striped piece of fabric. If you okay. have even... If you have even regular facial features. Oh, it's boring, girl. Okay. <laughs> you know, like a nose, some eyes. A mouth, maybe. <laughs> Perhaps a All mouth. Right. You get stripes. <laughs> this was hard for me. I give up. <laughs> uh, medium coloring and a well-proportioned body. You are the classic type. The classic girl is tailored and conservative, smartly dressed and well-groomed. She has good posture, a sense of formality, and poise. She avoids extremes in fashion, fabric, and prints. She wears soft, straight lines and well-tailored clothes. So, pick a girl. You have to be one. Which one are you? I don't want to be any of them. I, I, I would like to propose a fifth category, and that's people that believe that gender is a construct and that all areas of aesthetic expression should be explored and enjoyed. Hey! That one. That's cool. not in the book, though, Taylor. <laughs> Write it in. Pencil it in. <laughs> Send it to the editor. She does She does note that certain occasions call for you to achieve a certain look. Just adapt to that look. Of one of the four girls, Of one though. of the four looks. Always though. one of the four. How are the four looks sporty natural, romantic, ingenue, and classic? And classic. That's... Wow. I, I, um, I like, like, post-Armageddon... Uh, crust punk chic. Is that one? Can you that one I don't you? think that's in the book. <laughs> nope. Okay. <laughs> I like uh, whatever fits at the moment and uh, has a low cut neck so that I can breastfeed a lot. Mm, cool. Yeah. <laughs> that's my style. Um, I like uh, crisply full clothes. <laughs> crisply full. <laughs> crisply full. It sounds like a latte flavor. Um. So. Now that you've identified which girl you are of the four, okay. right. you need to follow the A to Z beauty guide. I won't go through all the letters of A to Z beauty. Not all 26. Um, no. I will. Some some of my favorites. E is for eye care. Um, and a lot of it is like, you know, wa- washing your eyes. Wash your eyes? <laughs> Wash your, <laughs> Should I be doing that? Wipe off your eyes. Like clean off eye makeup, that kind of thing. Wear glasses if you need them. That's fine. Uh, keep eye muscles in good working order with exercise. And then they have two um, eye muscle strengthening movements. Please describe. Mm. I think you, you read this book and then you stare into the void. I think that's what one of them is, right? Actually, mm-hmm. actually, this would be pretty good. You read this book <laughs> and then with head erect, roll your eyes in an exaggerated circle. 
<laughs> All right, that's a good one. There, first clockwise, then counterclockwise. Squint and question if what you're reading could actually have been printed. That's that's one, two. And then it has you, uh, with head erect, look straight ahead, extend one arm, raise the first finger, focus on the finger, and the, then on a distant object. The, the middle the, finger to the book. <laughs> okay. So there you go. These are all proper. So so there's there's how to exercise your eyes for teen girls. I That's just important. did both of those. That's an important part. Yeah, these are things I don't think are limited to teen girls. Like all people should probably like, you know, I, brush their yeah. hair and well, yeah, wash and their face. Their eyes, but I don't think we need to do a lot of eye exercises. No, I didn't mean the eye exercises. Like for the average person. I just meant like the face washing and the hair washing. And <laughs> Are these things uh, I don't have to do after I'm 20? <laughs> Yep, once you're not a teenager, it's over. <laughs> they have a section, I is for illness. Um, and she notes, some girls moan about every little pain, headache, or cold. We hope you're not like that. <laughs> we here at Girl Talk hope you're not like that. <laughs> we hope you're not like that. We don't Real- like girls like that. <laughs> Real ladies don't recognize their gaping flesh wounds. So you shouldn't either. <laughs> Could you stay quiet about that, please? It's not very ladylike. It's not very ladylike of you. Uh, the J, though, is Massive for Joie de Vivre. Put on a hat. A stylish one that fits your head size. Do you yes. think maybe they're um, subtly trying to talk about period symptoms? Like Joie cramps. No, no. Oh. You're talking about the illness. Oh, illness. Like cramps and, and headaches. Like, they're trying to say, like, don't talk about it, but they don't even want to say it. Probably. Probably. Well, no, they do talk They do talk about it because the M is for menstruation. Oh, mm, okay. cool. So this is any illness. Like, you got don't the plague, be cute about it. Don't talk about it. <laughs> but uh, Boys won't like you. But like I said, the J is for joie de vivre. Okay. <laughs> it's not for just kill me. I can't take anymore. <laughs> The phrase is usually expressed to describe someone with zest, zing, and a happy outlook. This should be you. Oh, <laughs> this should be you. <laughs> so this is the part of the book where they say, you know how we just told you that everything about you is wrong? Be happy, though. Can't you just be happy? <laughs> this should be you. This is the equivalent of when somebody looks at you and says, you should smile more. Hmm. Or you look pretty when you smile. Yeah. Yeah. Chouette of there is a section, L is for looks, and they try to tell you that looks don't matter. Well. You just spent a whole entire book telling me they do. Well, girl talk. Um, N is for no-nos. And under no-nos, they list three. Oh, give me some no-nos, please. There are only three. It's fine. Smoking. Okay. Nail biting. Um, which they tell you is a, they tell you not to bite your nails because nail biters are usually displaying inner fears. But the last one is the worst. Mannerisms. Oh, no. Mannerisms can I not not do? (laughs) We've all got these, and some are nice, even endearing. But some are definitely irritating and qualify as nasty habits. Often you're not aware of annoying speech patterns or other mannerisms. This is where you need a good and honest friend to tell you which of your mannerisms are irksome and which aren't. What? Hey, friend, let me tell you what mannerism of yours is irksome when you tell me that my mannerisms are unladylike. You know when, when there are just things about you people don't like? Change them. Yeah, that's fine. That whatever they are, just ask somebody else and whatever they say, just change that. I feel it's like I, I just want to vocal fry so hard into my microphone right now in response <laughs> to that. Just, uh... 
sorry guys um, not sorry they do they do make uh, a weird a weird they throw you a weird curveball here when you get to x the x is for xenophobia which is strange for <laughs> okay which is strange for a to z beauty i think now tell, girl talk, tell me more girl talk comes down on the right side of this and says like that's bad no place in our lives no place in our lives all right so we got one letter right <laughs> of the 26 you want to be a beautiful person don't be a xenophobe but, cool all right yeah the z if you're interested is for zest because if i haven't mentioned that enough you've got to have it didn't they just tell us to be zesty with the j with the, with the j lot of yeah. yeah just just cover yourself in lemon zest put it in your <laughs> okay. armpits fill your mouth in it with it and then anytime somebody talks to you just just spew it forth yes um they have i, I want to get to my the last part is about like they get into dieting and then food and then into like manners and things like that <sighs> um the dieting section is just as bad as you would guess uh they tell you that is that a whole section of like nutritional mm-hmm. labels they have nutritional labels and they basically they have like here's a thousand calorie a day diet wow oh, no yep. no <laughs> yes yeah so even if not only do they tell you you have to lose weight but then they tell you to do it in an unhealthy way so um let's so they have let's not really go terrible into how i feel no. like that's not good for our audience <laughs> no we're not gonna we're not gonna go into that um it's they they do include foods in there that are very like dated like they have a recipe for ambrosia <laughs> um, and they assume that you want to eat a grapefruit for breakfast which oh, is fi- sure. it's fine if you do i hate grapefruit personally but that's fine if you like it it's not a problem i like i like caramelized grapefruit but that's covering a grapefruit in like sugar and then <laughs> baking it <laughs> it it's is awesome. funny they, they tell you about um that eating cereal is a good thing because it encourages people to drink more milk <laughs> which is also dated because I, we're not really encouraging a lot of people to drink a bunch of milk these no. days um and then they have like all the activities they have a whole section on exercise and how many calories you can burn while doing things like um ironing oh oh, geez. Oh, oh what oh that's like Typing. the ultimate combination of like insults like hey like female-bodied person do some chores and burn calories because this is all you're good for yep typing <laughs> mm-hmm. now they do throw in here sawing wood <laughs> so, oh, so well, that. all right that's there's a one sure <laughs> they have one that's reading i didn't i don't think you burn ca- a lot of calories reading no. at least it's encouraging reading let's focus that's on true. the good that's all we have and so sawing far. wood saw salsa wood read a book i don't know and I give then, up. And then get back to ironing. <laughs> uh, so then they, like I said, the last section is um, etiquette and, mm-hmm. and manners. Because all teen girls need to know their etiquette. I do. A lot of it has to do with, like, hosting parties. <laughs> that I don't do. Hosting dinner parties. And, like, there's even a whole section on, like, who you have to send, like, Christmas cards to. As a teen girl? Uh-huh. How much time did have you I, spend worrying about that? Have I been missing out on this integral part of my teen girl experience? <laughs> Apparently. Um, so, <laughs> I did, there is this uh, section on how to welcome to your house friends from other countries. Mm-hmm. And okay. they say specifically, like, 
don't ever serve this is a i just thought this was bizarre uh the best rule of thumb is the following don't serve italian foods to italians don't serve german foods to germans etc <laughs> i thought this was just really bizarre like okay this is based on the question why i'm i am italian why do people want to serve me italian food huh. uh i don't respond to that um they do they do say well, they have a whole section on uh table manners and this includes the appropriate method that you should use to eat various foods mm. okay uh with your butt oh ah, crap no mouth mouth it's with your mouth yeah with you your got mouth it wrong so so and i like some foods can be bothersome to eat especially <laughs> in public don't fit in your mouth physically ones that you have to chase down uh oh i don't know (laughs) ones that are made ones that are on fire that's also hard ones that are so hot you can't actually eat them but you're being forced to because you're the fake ones most likely to be on a reality tv show yeah yeah (laughs) one that is actively screaming at you as you attempt to eat it Mm -hmm. i got this list down so here are the accepted techniques for eating specific foods. So some of these are like things that there is like a way to eat, like artichokes. Like there are parts of that you eat and like parts okay. that you don't. That's fair. And so they kind of break it down into what the different parts are. So that's fine. Um, asparagus is cut into portions and eaten with a fork. In Europe, it's eaten with your fingers. Okay. So there you go. Bacon is eaten with a knife and a fork. No, it is not. Only very crisp bacon may be eaten with the fingers. I disagree. <laughs> I didn't know that. Hmm. Um, let's see. They have specific instructions on bread and butter. Because, by the way, on all the menu plans that they offer in this book, they have multiple different menu plans. Mm-hmm. They assume you want to have a slice of bread with butter on it with every meal. You know who I do know that wants that? <laughs> Dad. Our father. Yeah. I think that's a very outdated thing. The yeah. idea that with every meal, you're supposed to have a piece of bread, bread and, butter. and butter. No. Like, not toast. Just bread. Just bread. With butter. I mean, no. there's nothing wrong with that. You know? No, like, if no, you want just, that. I don't understand that fine. impulse. Like, this this hamburger and fries was delicious. Now I'll now have I want a, piece a piece of bread, bread. <laughs> with some butter on it. Yeah. Um, cake. If it is served in small portions and it is non-sticky, it may be eaten with the fingers. <laughs> Otherwise, use a fork. What? Ah, <laughs> oh, but come on. Just palming a whole piece of cake. There is nothing <laughs> more satisfying than that. Uh, under chicken, it does note that only at picnics is chicken eaten with the fingers. Only at picnics. Only at picnics. Cooper? What about only an outdoor foray? It doesn't, it doesn't allow for that. Okay. Book. No. All right. Uh, corn on the cob is served only at casual meals. Do not serve corn at the cob at your fancy meal, please. Um, and you butter and season several rows at a time, not the whole ear at once. False. How? How? That would be so time-consuming. Confused as to how this relates to somebody's gender identity. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> why is this teen girl advice. If you're a teen boy, you can eat corn however you want. But if you're a teen girl, you grab out your butter paintbrush and you paint row by <laughs> row as you eat the corn. Uh, oh. Donuts. Do not dunk in public. 
please. Um, I will dunk as I please. They say you can at home. In oh, you can only dunk, I will dunk in as private. I please. You can only dunk you can in private. Only dunk in your shame alone. <laughs> it is a shame dunk. <laughs> Under fish, they have a they have a, a a very um short description on how to debone a fish, which I guess if you need to do that, like I guess that's helpful. Sure, yeah. It's good teen girl advice. You know, <laughs> that's standard. I remember that section in Seventeen magazine all the time. The part where they showed you how yeah. to debone various fish. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Sure. They went on to show you how to like butcher a chicken or a cow. Or I remember the struggle all the teen girls and all my favorite Disney shows had the first time they had to debone a fish. <laughs> I mean, at least that's like a useful life skill, not like eighteen kinds of blush and how not to use them wrong. Um, and then they have like all fruits. Like apricots, cherries, kumquats, and plums are eaten with the fingers, but berries are eaten with a spoon. A, a lot of this seems no. like a mixture of common sense and nonsense and nothing to do with being a teen girl. Um, grapes are eaten by cutting a small portion away from the bunch with a knife or scissors. What? They eat one at a time. If somebody started cutting grapes off a bunch <laughs> with scissors in front of me, I would also arm myself. Could I, I would assume that they are an unstable individual. <laughs> sniffing a grape off and just staring at you dead-eyed while they eat it that would be terrifying <laughs> you have to peel oranges with a knife and then eat them with a fork what <laughs> no don't do this don't don't ever do any of this this I oranges against. with my hands only hands only please no forks in my oranges they do make a note that stewed fruits should be eaten with a spoon, which, like, if you have, like, <laughs> stewed fruits, like, they're kind of a liquidy mess. Like, obviously. Yeah, I'm not going to grab those out my hand in there. Just drink it straight from the jar. Just like. I thought. No? Okay. I thought. <laughs> you could do that, too. Don't worry about it. Nobody did that here. <laughs> uh, I thought this was very odd. Today, ice cream is most often served in a sherbet dish and is eaten with a small spoon. There is no practical basis for both a fork and spoon. When, wait, <laughs> when in human history were you given both a fork and a spoon to eat your ice cream? I don't use a fork to eat my ice cream. Why would, why? That really caught me off guard. Like, uh, apparently there was this time when you were given a fork and a spoon to eat ice cream. Now, both. here's my question for you, sisters. Have we asked this question on here before? About forks and spoons. To bring this into today, the real question teens are asking is, do you eat your mac and cheese with a fork or a spoon? <sighs> fork thank you uh taylor well i don't i mean i would also i would also go fork but i will but you, uh, yeah well yeah i mean i my, my mac and vegan cheese um mac and vegan cheese but see i I, pref I also will say that i i could understand the case for a spoon if you like a runnier mac and cheese i just don't i yeah i like the coagulated like supermarket like it just comes out and it holds its shape it's a pillar, yeah. you know, it's a monolith have, of mac and cheese. I have heard that argument that it depends on the consistency. And my rebuttal is if your mac and cheese is that liquidy, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> no, that, I agree with that, actually. I like it when Good. it's kind of sticky. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Good. I, I do understand that the people that just want an excuse for uh, sipping on some cheese soup. Like, <laughs> I, I, I guess I get that. I don't consume <laughs> cheese, but I, I, I get it. I miss it. So, uh, you know. You make that nice and soupy. You just got cheese soup. Everything else is pretty is pretty sound advice. I mean, I don't think I needed a paragraph on how to eat a baked potato, but it exists in this book. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's exactly how you would think. Like it's probably how everyone eats a baked potato, but yeah. there there it is. Uh, 
but there is a, a whole thing on soup. Soup is spooned away from the near edge of the bowl to the center of the bowl and sipped from the side of the spoon. If served in a soup plate, plate may be tipped slightly away from you to collect the last spoonfuls. If soup is served in a bowl with handles or any cup with a handle, it may be picked up to drink the contents. Do not swirl soup or blow it to cool. Do not scrape the bottom of the bowl. It's very complex soup etiquette. Wow. <laughs> That's a lot to eat soup. I've never done that much to eat soup. I think as a teen girl, I would just avoid eating soup. Yeah. Hmm. So perilous. Does that does this help? No. You, do you think? No. Is it okay to say no? Yeah, it's okay. It's good to say no. I say no. There was a whole section I didn't get into because I never quite understood it about the order in which to introduce people to each other. <laughs> this book was only <laughs> written in the eighties. She also she also makes a note that she hopes the abbreviation RSVP will go away soon. <laughs> what does RSVP stand for? Respond soon, very please. Responde, s'il vous plaît. Yeah, I'm oh, gonna say it's, it's France, right? Yeah, yeah. She she says she thinks they're antiquated, and she would like to see them go away. Oh, that's antiquated. Um, okay, because not everybody understands them. <laughs> right. Cool. So <laughs> that's Teen Girl Talk: A Guide to Beauty, Fashion, and Health by Molly Douglas, written in 1981. Um, I would not advise you to follow any of that. No. I wouldn't either <laughs> as a teen girl. No. Well, and I think the, the the few bits of advice, like you mentioned, wash your face and uh, hair sometimes. Yeah. That's like just anybody. That's not a sure. teen or a girl thing. I think it says brush your teeth. Like that's sound advice. That's Please, good. You should do that. Wash your eyes, I guess. Yeah. Wash your eyes. That's a good idea. Um, There's not much else I would advise in here. Yeah. Uh. And I mean, in general, the idea that teen girls need uh, books, need guides to tell them how to be a teen girl. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's fairly insulting. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, that there is a way you should behave, things you should do and not do just because you happen to have been born with a like female body. Like that's right. That's that's the the whole problem I have. (laughs) Right. And I, I think I hope I hope it helps like. I think that sometimes people, when we complain about like body images in the in the media and about like the way that the kind of the expectations, the unrealistic expectations, and this perfect type we're supposed to aspire to, like that that's overblown and that we're outgrowing that. But like this book, while yes, obviously this was 1981, and I don't think this book in this form would exist today. Yeah, I guarantee you, there's something like this that exists today. Yeah, the yeah. idea. That to be a successful, that if you identify as a woman, to be successful as just being a woman, you need this guide that will tell you how to do it. Yeah. Um, and that if you don't follow these rules, you are unsuccessful just existing right. as a woman, period. Well, I mean, I like, I, forget, I was looking at a magazine at the gym the other day, and it was like, hair cuts to fit your face. And it's like, if you have this kind of jawline, you have to avoid this so you don't appear, like, overly masculine or whatever. It's like, but are we really still using that kind of language to, like, talk about, like, female haircuts, quote-unquote? Like, that's that's I, still stuff that we're, we're selling to people, like, you know. Yeah, I guarantee that this this book exists in some form today. And obviously it's, it's different, and it probably is more progressive in some ways, but the the it's there is still somebody out there who would look at riley and say hey you're a teen girl here's what you should be yeah here's what you should care about here's what you should aspire to here's what you should be yeah 
So um, maybe I shouldn't return it back to the little library. I was going to say, don't give no. that for anyone else to read. No, <laughs> I should just, I, I'll just save it. That that should be broken out for com- comedic mockery only and never around yeah. impressionable audiences. Yeah. I, like, I, like Coop. I, I'll keep it hidden. This is what we, <laughs> we don't, we don't have like secret, you know what mom and dad always hid that book in our house how you got to be you yeah the secret sex book that we weren't allowed to look at mm-hmm. unless they were around i'll have to hide teen girl talk so that they don't get exposed to this that's good <laughs> all right well thank you sisters this has been a fun journey into what it means to be a teen girl indeed <laughs> according to molly douglas um thank you to all our listeners uh you can tweet at us at still buff you can email us at still buffering uh, still buffering at maximumfun.com.org.org. <laughs> Hold on. What's our email address? <laughs> still I, buffering I'm at s- maximumfun.org. I feel like all my brain cells have been exhausted just <laughs> pondering the, this book. So I, I, I feel you. I, I had a meeting and then we started recording. I haven't eaten lunch. I'm kind of, I'm out of it. Okay. Still buffering well, at maximumfun.org is our email. with a knife and a fork. I'm yeah. Gonna, <laughs> but not corn on the cob. It's not casual enough no. here. No. And I can't eat chicken with my hands because this isn't a picnic. Um, (laughs) If you have any topic (laughs) suggestions or questions, you can email us there. Check out MaximumFun.org for a lot of other wonderful podcasts on our network. And thank you to the novellas for our theme song, Baby, Change Your Mind. This has been Still Buffering, a sister's guide to teens through the ages. I am Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McElroy. And I'm Ample Fanny. Wait, no. I'm Taylor Smurl. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a teenager. (laughs) And I was... Hello, are you looking for a new comedy podcast? In which case, Can I draw your attention to the Beef and Dairy Network podcast? It's a fictional industry podcast for the beef and dairy industries. It won Best Comedy at the 2017 British Podcast Awards, and it features wonderful guests such as Greg Davis. To my knowledge, it's the only cow circus that's ever existed in this country. In rural Russia, every small town has a cow circus. Josie Long. You should have a beef. Have a beef with them. I have a beef with you. I will have a beef with you. Come round my house. And I'll have a beef with you. And Andy Daly. That virus never existed. There was never any such thing as a mad cow disease. That was all an illusion that uh, Big Lamb came up with. That's the Beef and Dairy Network podcast. Find us at MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts from. And I would recommend starting at episode one. Bye. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.